0: Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on unit 9 partnership among different levels of government, local authorities and special purpose agencies. Local administration structure in India presents a a hydra-headed picture. However, there are specific reasons to account for the same. Apart from the three tier local government structure, special purpose agencies SPA have been set up under the separate acts of parliament to carry out some selected tasks. The arrangement has been considered apt from the point of view of deft handling of certain specialized subject areas such as education, health, telecommunications and the same. Words of Maheshwari is an autonomous body within the powers given to it and has its own resources of revenue. As per Maheshwari, there are three distinct but interrelated rationale behind such structural distinctions. The first is certain activities require specialized attention and hence need to set up separately from the general administrative fra- framework. The second is certain activities need to be kept out of political control in order to be effected and the third one is certain functions cannot be confined to the jurisdictional boundary of a certain municipality inter jurisdiction is both logical in certain matters such as education transportation telecommunication water supply electricity and sewage disposal. It is believed that a special purpose agency crafted outside the general administrative framework could fulfill all aforesaid requirements. Hence the objectives of SPAs could be cogently listed thus to provide improved and better public services to emphasis commitment to transparency, dismantling of monopolies and the reform of public services, not to confuse it with privatization. In this unit, we shall discuss the rationale and purpose of special purpose agencies in the specific context of education and health care provision telecom services, public sector undertakings, industry, rural development and academic research and development. We shall enquire into their present working and illumine the path for the future in that how special purpose agencies could help in furthering the theory and practice of new public management that is informing administrative change and reform efforts round the globe. Economics of education is relatively a new branch of economics. It has been with us since the last four decades. According to Bob. Its birth was announced in nineteen sixties by the sketch. This does not mean that economists before sketch had nothing to say on education, value of education, and finance of education. What is new about the discovery of human capital is that an increasing number of economists have started applying the tools of economic analysis to investigate education. Becker's human capital has set the direction of economic analysis of investment in education. Whether education is consumption or investment is no longer a major topic of controversy. It is generally agreed that education is both consumption and investment. Now let us move to the next point partnership among local authorities and special purpose agencies in education sector. The positive role of state in education and public finance of education are no longer matters of debate. There is near an amity among economists as well as others that the state should take interest in developing education. Controversy continues to exist regarding whether state should own and operate educational institutions or whether it should encourage education indirectly through financial, Incentives through subsidizing education. It raises the questions of equity and efficiency. The two main groups, grounds on which government interventions in education can be rationalized are neighborhood effects and paternalism owing to myopic view of parents. When once it is agreed that the government intervention in education could be in the form of subsidies or subventions, the question that arises then is whom should it subsidize. Institutions or students. This is largely an empirical question, when the government subsidizes institutions it subsidizes the supply, when it subsidizes students it subsidizes the demand. The government subsidizes institutions mainly in the form of grants. The government gives explicit grants to institutions but the students who go to schools and colleges enjoy certain implicit grants. It is generally agreed that the explicit grants help the poor but it is argued that the implicit grants tend towards greater inequality for they help the rich more than the poor. This subsidy element in the fee structure may be thought of as a form of implicit grant. Since 1960s, investment in men has become an important as investment in machine. Indisputable evidence has been produced to show that those with more education and better health earn higher incomes. The more important types of human investment include health facilities and services on the job training, formal education, adult study programs and migration of individuals and families to better jobs. There was a general apprehension that the investment in human beings was likely to be unrelated and neglected in underdeveloped countries. And there was insight into the fact that in these underdeveloped countries, the underinvestment in human beings has limited investment in known human capitals. We may note that here the importance of health and education in human capital formation. At this point one has to keep in mind the caution sounded by marital on the possible logical fallacies. Any attempt to analyze the impact of health or education measures without taking other policy measures into consideration involves the logical fallacy of illegitimate isolation. The role of education in the economic development of a nation was underlined by some economists long before the birth of economics of education. As a distinct brand of economics the more dramatic expose of this contribution which education makes to national development is to be found in the letter that the soviet economist strinmin addressed to the lenin way back in 1919 when lenin was planning to launch russia's great program of heavy industries Stramlin warned Lenin that the vast hydroelectric power grid that he was planning the steel mills, the machine tool factories and even the mechanized farms that he was initiating would not produce what was needed unless an equivalent level of investment in education was also provided. Stroumin arrived at this conclusion through the study in his country of its labor force in which he had shown that the workers with the primary education increased their output and wages by 79 percent, those with secondary education by 235 percent and those with university education by 320 percent. However, positive government policy in education as professor Belier say did not begin until 1833. In fact, some of the policies of the government in England before 1833 actually hindered in effect public education. Moreover, numerous taxes known as the taxes on knowledge were imposed on educational material such as paper, newspaper and pamphlets. In England, the taxes on paper and reading matter was not removed until the 1850s and 1860s. The paper tax was abolished only in 1861 not only that according to eg west the growing subsidies to education after 1883 came from a tax system whose incidence fell primarily on the working class in 1840s for instance out of a total revenue of 50 million rubles, three-fifth 30 million rubel came from taxes on food and tobacco. English policy for state intervention between 1833 and 1870 rested then not upon public provision that is nationalized schools, but upon public finance that is subsidies or what we know now called direct grants to inspected private schools and parochial schools. In most of the countries higher education is primarily financed at the state level but federal government union in the case of india plays an increasingly important role education in india has been a growing sector since independence the role of government in education in india we will discuss in our next session now let us wind up the session and tea crash Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.